0: Good morning. It's Friday morning, early here in good old Missouri. Welcome to By the Water podcast with me, your host, James G. If you would like to be a part of this podcast at any time, if you want to be a co-host, you have feedback for me, you want to hear something specifically talked upon, definitely reach out to me at our By the Water phone number 660 530 9736 again by the water podcast phone number is 660 530 9736 and as promised today we are going to look at the second section of 1 Peter chapter 1 uh, verses 13 through 20 and that is entitled, Living Before God Our Father. So, Living Before God Our Father, uh, this is the second section of First Peter chapter 1. And I will go ahead and open us up in prayer before we get started. Uh, if you do have any prayer requests, praises... Also, leave them at the number that was given Uh, at the end of the podcast. I will re give the phone number so that you have it. Let me go ahead and open this up in prayer and we'll get into God's Word, see what we can find for some meat and potatoes. Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, your grace and your mercy. The hope that we have in you, the love that you give us, in return, we give to those around us in our lives. Help us to apply what we hear in this podcast today, including for myself. May I step out of the way. May you use me to reach your kingdom, your children today Father in your name I pray help us to not be distracted for the next few moments help us to have spiritual eyes to see ears to hear and a heart open and ready to receive in your name I pray amen so I've been reading and have been using the new King James version Um, and that's what we're going to read out of today Living before God our Father, verse 13, says, Therefore, guard up the loins of your mind, Be, uh, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So again, I like that. It says, Therefore, guard up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So, guard your mind. Think upon things that are biblically sound, that are God worthy, that are Christ like thoughts that go through your mind. I find that I have to pray sometimes throughout the day, multiple times, to put my focus on the cross and to guard my mind from thoughts that are impure thoughts that are unpleasing to the lord and then to fill my mind with his word his encouragement and being obedient to him and how do we how do we do that i think a couple of things i think one you must have a constant prayer life with the Lord. You have to be in communion with God in order for this to happen. Uh, secondly, I think you need to be in the Word. Oh, man, James, I don't have time for the Word. I just, I'm so busy uh, doing things For myself, my job, my kids, my co workers, my. No. Jesus took the time to die for you on the cross, to forgive you of your sins, to sit at the right hand of God the Father, interceding on your behalf, my behalf, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, not resting. So I think we, as sons and daughters of God, can give him a little bit of our time by being in his word. Start out, and even if it's five minutes, your five minutes will build to ten and so forth. And then you'll get to the point where you won't even time it, and you shouldn't time it anyway. Because spending time with the Lord is the most important thing on this earth above anything else if you are not putting Christ at the head or above examine your heart and examine what's going on in your life rearrange and put those things on the back burner because God is a God who does not like and does not get put on the back burner so those are the couple things I think prayer like I said constant communion one being in God's Word too, and I think the third and final component to this sec this uh, this verse, sorry, is being accountable to your fellow brothers and sisters because we cannot do the Lone Ranger. I can handle this by myself. I don't need to be in church. I don't need my brothers and sisters checking in on me, checking up on me. No. One, we are not designed to be alone. Two, we are called to love one another, to encourage one another. So therefore that cancels out the Lone Ranger, I can do this by myself, <clears throat> act or attitude. And so find somewhere to get plugged in. Find a church in your area. Go online, do a search through Google or Microsoft Edge or any search engine for local churches. Read up on the church. Find out their doctrine, their belief. Don't go just to feel good. Go because you want to go, because God is drawing you to be in communion with your fellow brothers and sisters. Verse 14. Verse 14. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lusts, as in your ignorance. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy again I'm gonna read that section again as obedient children not conforming yourselves to the former lusts as in your ignorance but as he who called you is holy you also be holy in all your conduct because it is written be holy For I am holy. So a couple of things. Are we to conduct ourselves Christ-like on occasion when it feels good, when it suits our needs, or when it's convenient for us? Absolutely not. We are to conduct ourselves in a way that is always honoring God and pleasing to Him. And talking about the lusts and ignorance before what you did. Maybe the drinking, having one night stands, doing whatever it might be. was okay for you and acceptable for you because you didn't know who God was. Maybe you had the knowledge of God, but having the head knowledge of God and having the heart relationship and the personal relationship with Him are two different things. Paul even talks about that in Corinthians. You can have the head knowledge and unfortunately get puffed up by it, but that's not having a intimate, one-on-one relationship with the God of the universe. So, conforming yourself, changing yourself, once you have been that new creation, and we touched upon that in our Sunday sermons at uh, First United Methodist Church of Warrensburg here. We talked about being baptized and what that looks like and being a new person a new life from your baptism is it required that you're baptized? no but it shows your devotion 100% to our Lord and Savior so change the way you did things before you became new create A positive environment That will help you So that you don't fall back Into your former self Your former life Is it easy? No, not always But that's why I touch upon Being accountable to your brothers and sisters That again is where the Lone Ranger ride Comes in and you can't do it on your own So definitely turn from the old, get plugged into a church, get plugged into fellowship with your sisters and brothers in the Lord, get plugged into a Bible study for men, for women, get plugged into Sunday school, find a need in your church, serve, but do it. With the right motive and not a hidden agenda. And if you do it for the right reason, you're not going to bless somebody, but you're going to be blessed for being available to be that tool, that vessel for the Lord and his kingdom. So don't be ignorant any longer. Because you know what's right in the eyes of the Lord and you know what's wrong in the eyes of the Lord. He says, be holy as I am holy. And that goes back to being in the Word. We have to also put on our full armor of God. You know, Paul talks about that in Ephesians. Putting on our full armor, we can't put parts of it on because it doesn't work if you put parts of the armor on and try to live your life for the Lord That's why you have to put your armor completely on to protect and guard yourself. Uh, Let's see. Next verse is... Uh, Let me read 16 because it kind of goes into 17. 16, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on the Father who without partiality, judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves throughout the time of your stay here in fear, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot so knowing that you were not bought with corruptible things from the world silver, gold cars in our modern time homes you were not bought with corruptible things you were not bribed but you were bought by the precious blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ every drop of blood that was shed on the cross was shed for you and for me. It was pure blood. It wasn't tainted, tarnished, any of those things, because it came from Christ, the perfect Lamb, who at any time could have gotten off the cross and none of us would be here. But because of his love... God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Let that sink in. The simplest song, I think, that is out there is, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. That is a simple, but yet, mind-boggling, mind-blowing song. Because that's how much Jesus loves you. That every drop of his precious blood was given for you, for me. So with the time that we have left on this earth and this life, Make it count for the kingdom of God. Give him the glory, the honor, the praise, the credit. Worship him with all of your being. Well, James, the end is coming. You know, so many people have predicted the end, and they were made fools of because it wasn't. I can promise you one thing that I know 100% certainty of my heart. We are closer today of the return of our Lord and Savior than we were yesterday. So let us live as such. Let each moment count for him. And the last verse of uh, this section... Let me get there. Verse 20. He indeed was foreordained before the foundations of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you who through him believe in God who raised him From the dead, do, sorry, dead, and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. Let me read that because I was a little rough. (laughs) Twenty, he indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you who through him believe in God who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God so where is your faith at today what are you putting your belief in Are you believing in the stock market that'll come down and tumbling and crashing on your head sometime? Are you putting your faith in a false relationship or a false God? Where are you trusting? Where's your hope? Is your hope in that you're going to get that raise at your job? Is the hope that you're going to get that new car? Is your hope going to be... in things of the world... that the enemy loves to to tempt us with so much... that it's so appealing... that our need for it... sorry, that our want for it... almost feels like a need. Rebuke it. Flee from it. Put your faith... In your hope in Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our life. Put your faith and your hope in things that are godly, that are heavenward. Turn your eyes towards heaven. And put your faith and hope in what God has to offer. Because I can promise you, He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will always be by your side. And in the difficult times where you feel like you've been abandoned by him, you haven't, my friend, my brother, my sister. He is carrying you through that test, that trial, and he will put you down on the other side, solid on the ground of your foundation of your belief in the Lord. You've been listening to By the Water Podcast with me, your host, James G. If you want to know more about By the Water and why the name is what it is, if you want to give me some feedback, positive or not, if you want to be a part of a episode of this podcast, or you would like to become a continual co-host with me, you have a prayer request of praise, reach out. 660-530-9736 Again, 660-530-9736 I want to again thank you all for listening to this podcast. This is our second episode of Season 2. And I thank you so much for the feedback. If you know me personally and you've reached out to me and you've said this podcast has touched your heart or your life in some way, thank you for sharing that and letting me know. I look forward to many more episodes of By the Water. And I look forward to hearing from you. Let me go ahead and close this out in prayer. And then we will go on with our Friday Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Lord, help us to put our faith and our hope solely in you. Man, it is sometimes easier said than done. It's not by works that we put our faith in you, that we put our hope in you. Lord, if somebody is struggling today with Life in general, I ask, Father, that you would be with them if they're sick, if they need assistance in some way, whether it's a bill paid, groceries, just an ear to hear, to be heard, Lord, whatever that need is that somebody has today, I pray that you would be that God of comfort, the God of refuge, the great physician, the Prince of Peace the Everlasting Father. As we go today from this podcast, but not from your presence, help us to be that Jesus, to someone who might not know otherwise. In your name I pray, amen. So until next time, God bless and be safe.